You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com. And streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Rookie Blue After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Rookie Blue After Show. Baby, bye, 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 bye. We're saying bye to a lot of people tonight. <laughs> Do you remember the dance? Yeah, like, I used to. It was yeah. like a, a fist pump and a jump <laughs> and, a, and a hard stop. Thing is, we're doing, and we're here doing another AfterBuzz TV after show for Rookie Blue season four, episode nine. What I lost. I am Tiana Hobson, and joining me, I've got my two lovely co-hosts. Hi, everyone. I'm Marissa Serpy and Dominique Dufour. Um, so I'm so excited. Tonight's episode was so amazing and the song oh makes me so God, happy. It was so good tonight. It was really good. It's like what I've been waiting for all I was season. Like, I'm so excited, just the build up and then at the end I won't I won't get there yet. Let's get into it. Um Chris comes back into town. Um, Diaz to visit. Diaz is back. We're like, oh man, Yay. we missed you. Welcome Even though back. you've only been gone for like two episodes. A couple weeks, but to me it, it felt like forever, Chris. Don't, don't ever leave us like that again. <laughs> um, without a proper goodbye. Yeah, without a proper Come goodbye. On. So Chris and Denise show up at the apartment. They have left Andy with their son Christian. Um, she goes to the park and how adorable. Was Andy and Nick at the park with Christian? They were, no, they were just like too. they were just the cutest little fam- fake family ever. Oh yeah, totally. And there was a line where um, Andy said to Nick because he asked why uh, he invite got invited there, and she's like, "Well, we I um, she was running out of songs, and they haven't hung out in a while." Yeah, I'm like sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really cute. What a that was sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> running out of songs. Yeah, running out of songs. We'll get more into those, Any excuse too. to see Nick, a.k.a. Peter Mooney, is fine by me. I mean... Hey, we're not complaining. <laughs> more screen time for him is better for everyone. Yeah. Especially the ladies. Um, so, this old man collapses and has, I assume, a heart attack of some sort while they're putting Christian in the car. So, of course, Nick runs over there to, you know, start doing CPR. Andy's over here trying to call 911. She can't mm-hmm. see clearly, though. So she does, I mean, I think what a lot of people might have done. She locks the doors and runs over real quick to give the phone to the man's wife. And when she gets back, someone has taken a rock to the passenger window mm-hmm. and kidnapped right. poor Christian. Now, how could they not have heard? Because Tiana, <laughs> Tiana and I were watching this, and we're just thinking, like, how could they not have heard the rock go through the window, the window break, 
Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's like the kid maybe have like screamed, you know, possibly, but, he, but then he yeah. knew him, so yeah. it's like I don't know, you know, you could you should have heard something. Mm-hmm. No, and I think you just get swept up in the action. You don't really pay attention to your other surroundings, and you're just focusing on your one thing, kind of get a little bit of t- tunnel vision. But then even at the end of that, you hear you heard all the sirens, and kind of like reflected what the, the chaos that was mm-hmm. going on mm-hmm. in the whole uh, yeah. scene. But I just kind of thought. Um, aside from us thinking that it was like the biological father stealing the child, that I don't know, maybe I've been watching too many dra- crime drama shows, but I kind of thought it might have been a bigger p- plot mm-hmm. if this man, so called collapsing, just as a d- diversion. Uh, that's what I was to thinking steal too. Yeah. And it actually ended up being something different, but I thought if this was like really premeditated kind of act mm-hmm. kidnapping this kid, they would like go all out and have all these things going on, but that didn't end that, up being the case. That's a little that's, more like law and order. That's interesting. I didn't even go that way. Oh, I don't man. know if it's like a rough week or something. I didn't uh-huh. even go that way. I was like, oh no, they're being set up. Like the man's collapsing on purpose so someone yeah. can swipe the kid, but that's usually when someone's after drug money or, or you know, something like something. that when they're after your family for a reason. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Clearly, this wasn't that well plotted out because um, we find out after they follow up on a lead because there is some guy who's been hanging out at the park, creepy, um, in a white van. That's a no-no. No kids, no dog, nothing. Just parks his van there and watches the kids, which... Shady. Very shady. (laughs) But after we go down the wrong road with him, we find out from a tip line that, um, you know, a kid matching Christian's description was seen at the movie movie theater and we're able to ID Gene McKenzie who is from Timmins and um, the soccer coach from up there. So immediately mm-hmm. my mind starts going into um, Ryan's mm-hmm. prediction from the chat room. Ryan Whittleson. Whittleson that's the name. Yes. Ryan, shout out to you for shout getting out. this right because <laughs> that was an awesome prediction and I told Anique the whole time we were watching the episode, <laughs> I was like, I don't know what's going to happen right now, but I feel like this is just the plot point and it has to be right because Ryan <laughs> said it in the chat room and that's just what's going to happen and so I'm so happy he was right because Spot on. Yeah. Spot on with Way that. That was really awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and Chris was just, you know, when they find out who it was, poor Chris is all I could think of at this point. Because then he kind of was like, Denise, we're, we have to work through this and we're, we'll make sure it's all okay. You know, we'll still be a family. And I was like, are you really getting soft on me right now? Yeah. yeah I was no, pissed. you don't. I was not like, in that no. situation. Yeah. But we did see that quick moment where he was kind of losing his temper. He was getting emotional. He threw a chair through an office yeah. window, yeah. window glass like, I've always door. Yeah. But, you know, I think that was just his character showing a completely different side that we're so used to seeing Mm -hmm. that he's this nice, soft guy who really cares about something to the point where he'll throw a chair out the window for his own son. Yeah. And I liked what he said um, when he had uh, Denise planning the meeting with Jean. Um, He said to her, you know, he'll believe you because he wants to. He needs, mm-hmm. he wants this to be true. And I turned to you at that point too and I said, oh my gosh, that's what he's doing to her right now. She wants to believe that everything's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. So he'll, 
I was like, okay, he's not soft yet. Like, he's not going to just yeah. let her get away with lying to him and yeah. stay with her. So, And good ideas is part for being like, no, this we're going to do this. He took the initiative, even though mm-hmm. he did get emotional. He still was in that mentality of we're going to find our son in the cop way. Not as a father, but as a cop. Mm-hmm. And I applaud him because... I think that just shows the growth of his character. Yeah, definitely. I think Travis did an amazing job in this episode. He really, it really did. showed his because usually we always see him like as like kind of like I don't want to say one dimensional, but kind of like just this like you know soft spoken, sweet you know guy type of thing. And now mm-hmm. we just kind of mm-hmm. see like the broad range of his acting abilities. Very true. Yeah, Very well put. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so. Um, Gina's the father, and basically, by the end of it, when he was in the interview room with, I can't remember who was in there, oh, with Tracy, Mm -hmm. um, by the end of it, I kind of felt bad for him, because, you know, he's this guy, he's just, he knows that this is his son, Denise isn't gonna let him get a, you know, paternity test or anything like that, because she's in denial about him being the father, she wants it so badly to be Chris's son, mm-hmm. and he has to sit here and watch him grow up. I mean, he even said that she signed him up for soccer just so he could see him, his son, once a week at the practices and games and stuff. And I was like, that's so sad. You yeah, know, slightly. All he wanted uh, was to. That's kind of wrong too, because she knew she didn't. Uh, she practically admitted that. Yes, I knew from the beginning that you weren't the father. But I still let you think that you were the father. That's just a little low. Yeah. That's messed up. That's like a Maury Povich episode. <laughs> it really, or like Jerry I mean, Springer. I understand if you want a father figure in your life, and it's kind of good that she picked Diaz mm-hmm. over this Jane guy mm-hmm. for probably the longer run. But in the end, if you knew that and going into that, and coming to the day where you're gonna eventually figure that out, that's ultimately going to ruin your family, not bring you closer together. It really is. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, if Christian had grown up, if Diaz had spent, you know, the next 18 years raising this child as his son and then found out at the end of it, like, that's more devastating than finding out now, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I agree. I mean... I think it kind of shows a little bit of manipulation, too, mm-hmm. on Denise's part. Oh, yeah. That, that girl. Ugh. I cannot stand her right now. I'm so angry at her. It's like she's a real person, but I know she's I know she's just a character, but yeah. if I were to see the actress walking down the street right now, I'm not sure how my reaction would be. It might be a little rude. I just I can't separate my feelings right now. Yeah. I mean, it's Diaz. He's sweet. He's he doesn't sweet. deserve that. He and he said he changed his whole lifestyle for her. Mm-hmm. And he basically ruined it. Yeah. Yeah, I would be upset yeah. too. Yeah. And upset Marshall. But can we quickly talk about that secondary story where they were interviewing um Mr. Ford? Oh yeah. And his brother that mm-hmm. was linked to this um abduction candy, candy store. Yeah, the yeah. candy store. I thought it was funny how he was kind of a candy man. (laughs) Willy Wonka. Yes, I digress. But um, the brother who was linked to this child abduction, that still wasn't resolved. 
Well, but remember the end of the episode, you see Cruz, she wasn't ready to drop yeah. that. And since yeah. I think yeah. she's off her meds, she's going to become addicted to this man and basically start stalking him because that's what she's doing at this point. It's harassment, right, her right. being yeah, outside but... of his house, staring in. Why he didn't notice that she was out there, his windows were wide open. Look right. over. I mean, feel mm-hmm. the presence looking at you. But I was just still kind of upset how sometimes each episode they don't really resolve certain things, and they yeah. don't mm-hmm. resolve this one. But it kind of led to something bigger that we might see in the future. Yeah, I think it's something that will definitely be carried over into the next few episodes. Yeah, so it's kind of like they something. planted the seed, and yeah. so now we yeah. just have to wait for it to kind of. Yeah, I think he may have grow. something to do with something. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I mean, still can't explain a lot of his actions and yeah. mm-hmm. the plague set in the back of his house and that other kid who went missing from his candy store, which, and he drives a white van and goes around have, with yeah. candy for they kids. They a candy store filled with kids every single day. Those kids how who Willy Wonka never are, came out. How many more kids are <laughs> missing? That is true. That's true. Only one came out. <laughs> I don't know what happened to the rest of them, and it haunts me to this day that I don't know <laughs> if Violet is still a blueberry or whatever she turned into. <laughs> All right. Anyways. <laughs> we digress. We digress. And since we have a minute right now, I want to tell you guys, if you haven't already done it, make sure you go on to SerialBuddies.com and download the movie Serial Buddies. It was created and produced by our own Kevin Undergaro and Maria Menunos, And it's only $4.99 to go download it, guys. It's not that expensive. And it's a hilarious movie with an all-star cast. We've got Christopher McDonald, Henry Winkler, Maria Menunos, Kathy Lee Gifford, Beth um, Bears from Two Broke Girls. Two Broke Girls. I mean, the list goes on and on. It's hilarious. You can also find it on demand right now, too. So, I mean, it's so simple to do and download. So make sure you do that and help us help you out here. All right. There you go. There we go. Um, Now let's get into the steamy part of the episode. Nick and Andy. Forget the fact that they lost a child together. <laughs> like we're gonna we're gonna put away the bad parenting skills and only focus on the good stuff. But that's the thing; they're not exactly parents yet. They have yeah. a lot to learn, they're not just in the police force, but just in life. Yes, that is very. You don't true. leave a kid in the car by himself. They're not rookies in the forest; they're rookie in life, <laughs> parental life. Maybe they need Swarik to train them in life now. There. Now that he's trained them as, or even Ollie, or Ollie. Ollie might be better at that. He's been through the ringer. I love how he was. Charge I did too. It was kind of it. It put him in a different light. That yeah. mm-hmm. kind of you know setting the stage as well for something else that could happen for his character mm-hmm. moving forward. I wish Celery had been there to see. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just love them together. Um, so um, Nick has this whole talk with Andy, or Andy brings it up again while they're at the park. You know, I heard what you said. You know, I still need to think about it. Mm-hmm. There's three things that, you know, are reasons why we shouldn't do this. One is that you just broke up with Gail. BS, who cares? <laughs> Two is that um, they that, work together. Like yeah, I mean, but two is that yeah. they work together. Um, weren't you supposed to marry one of your coworkers, Andy? <laughs> mm-hmm. Another BS excuse. Three <laughs> is that people would think that it started undercover. Who cares what people think? I don't. No. No. So yeah. those are my. That's when it started. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I'm not sure lying to yourself. Nothing happened, but that's where the start of like mm-hmm. this friendship grew, and every great relationship comes from a 
friendship, right, guys? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's what, that's what they keep telling me anyway. <laughs> I know, <Yeah>. right? <laughs> <laughs> and when people get married, they always say they married their best friends. Which I think is kind of a slap in the face to the best man and maid of honor standing there as your best friend. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. What are your best friends? Yeah. What are your best friends? I totally get that. <laughs> I, I went to a wedding last week. <laughs> Clearly, I have some feelings on this stuff. <laughs> um, any consideration, yes, all my again, friends are marrying me. Yeah. They're good friends. They're good friends. And yeah. I mean, her excuses or her points were valid, but at the same time, when you, when you know, you just know. Sometimes you just have to face the problems that are going to come with the choices mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. make. And I just wanted her to be like, who cares? Damn the man. I think it's really interesting how this time she's going the more rational approach. Because we know that Andy's an emotional person. She usually acts on emotion out of, like, she wears her heart on her sleeve. And she just, Mm -hmm. she acts first and thinks later. But this time she's really thinking first. Mm -hmm. So maybe there's something about Nick that really makes her change and becomes a better person. Or... Because she's she's literally thinking she's, this out. She was taking her time instead yeah. of acting it out. And it kind of helps when a guy tells you, "Hey, look, you gave me these reasons, and I think they're BS, and it makes me believe that I still have a shot with you, and that there is a chance. So I will wait for you as long as it takes." And Tiana and I are waiting for those guys. <laughs> yes, uh, same here. <laughs> Marissa too. <laughs> we are all waiting for those guys. I mean, you know, when you have that kind of freedom, and then, I mean, on top of that, she just watched him play with the kid in a park and was the cutest thing. Yeah. Yeah. And those two had a moment together, too, in the park. Like, there was eye contact. They're like, yeah, this could be us one day. We could have our family. Yes. So, (laughs) we're very happy about them Mm -hmm. finally um, making that happen, because that last scene with them all over that apartment... Knocking, knocking stuff, stuff off of shelves. Everything. And, <laughs> they don't care. They don't care. They just don't. They just don't care. But now they have to deal with the wrath of Gail. But mm. I mean, Gail. Let's talk about Gail. My topic for Gail is Gail. Let's be honest. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's genius, actually. So we've got Gail <laughs> going on these blind dates and whatnot. Yes. Set um, up by her mother. Set up by her mother. Now, what was with that British Weston? Guy. His name was, was Weston. Like, from Nottingham. <laughs> yeah, from Nottingham. <laughs> Bunch of Robin Hood. Robin Hood. Yeah. Loved that. That was awesome. And I like how, you know, Gail's just not buying any of the crap he's spitting out and he even says so i grew up around here but i lived in england for two years what's with the accent then bud he's like pulling a madonna i don't know but i love how gail just is so honest and open like this is not going well for you do they have alcohol here actually there's not enough alcohol (laughs) in the world to get me to go to bed with you and that's these are the moments that i love about gail because Mm -hmm. she is very straightforward Mm -hmm. and sometimes it's appropriate and (laughs) it works and then there's other times when she's dealing with oh i don't know chloe yeah (laughs) (laughs) and you just feel like gail is like the big 
mountain lion, and Chloe's like this little field mouse who has no chance (laughs) at survival. And yeah, the thing is that Gil, she does it to everyone, even though she doesn't realize the people who she should be straightforward with and who she shouldn't be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. These guys that she's getting... Uh, like going on blind dates with, yeah, that's fine because you're not going to build any relationships in right. the future. But your coworkers, who you're going to see like every day and have those kind of friendships and relationships, mm-hmm. then you're not, you're going to kind of hold your tongue back a bit. But she doesn't have that filter. No, she doesn't. Mm-hmm. But but that makes her character like all the more. It, it makes her stand out more from everyone else. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So, I like the whole little Chloe and Gail moment at the end. That was this is a little bonding type of thing that mm-hmm. happened. I, I, maybe they'll braid their hair next next week. I don't know. <laughs> braid each other's hair. <laughs> Who knows? Um, I, I think it's actually good that Gail's giving Chloe the hard time because it feels like even though Chloe is this, as Tiana called a field mouse, <laughs> she is this little person, but she can take it. She yeah. can handle it, and she won't do all over it. Mm-hmm. So, and she dishes, dishes yeah. it back, so she's... Yeah, yeah it's... It's actually kind of cool to see Chloe get the butt end of it, but just brush it off like nothing. Yeah, like nothing happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and I loved also Gail this episode. Um, her and her forensics friend. Um, their little Holly. 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 That's her name. I always yes. forget that name. Holly. Um, they're kind of cute together. Holly makes Gail do things that Gail wouldn't normally do, like the batting cages and just... <laughs> that was hysterical. Yeah, yes. you know, it's like, it's like Gail's finally met her match, and she just needs to lesbianist about <laughs> herself. And one of the things that she said to Chloe, though, was that Chloe isn't afraid to be herself. And when mm-hmm. she said that, I was like, oh, because you're a lesbian and you're having a hard time coming to terms with being yourself. So I hope that's what the what she meant there because that's how I took it but I mean I guess everyone has yeah, their and own interpretation yeah. I think that's nice too and also maybe when Gail said that line she kind of realizes Chloe's open to things and then the next time you see Gail she's open she's, she's trying this new batting mm-hmm. range that she's mm-hmm. never done before so she realizes that if she's open to stuff things might be actually turn out okay yeah hopefully they they will for her. Um, <laughs> sorry, I was. Well, she to... makes her happy, which yeah. is kind of like, oh, finally, Gail's happy. She smiles. She has teeth. You know, mm-hmm. we laughing, actually, laugh. yeah, actually laughing and actually enjoying herself. Yes, yeah, which is different. It's for, nice. Yeah. It's a nice change, though. It is. And speaking of change, don't change the dial, but make sure you go onto iTunes. <laughs> that didn't really make sense, but we're just going to go with it anyway. Make sure you go onto iTunes and rate and comment on our podcast. Make sure you give us five stars because we like five. Five is better than four. Um, and tell us what you like about the show, what you don't like about the show, what we could do to change. And let us know if there's anything that we missed that maybe you guys caught on, on caught caught instead of us um you can also go on youtube and leave your comments and predictions there we have a fun time reading everyone's Mm -hmm. comments Mm -hmm. every week and thank you for those and we try to respond to as many as we can um so who knows maybe you'll have the next great prediction of what happens next so make -hmm. sure you do that and then i wanted to talk tonight again about dove and chloe they didn't have much this episode but they were kind of the background being really cute. They're really cute. Just, like, even from the f- 
first scene when, you know, um, Chris and Denise come into the house and they're just kind of back there, but mm-hmm. you know, he's got his arm around her, he's yeah. like holding her close and yeah. everything. It's like, oh, takes one wedding to just make yep. the perfect Thank couple. You. I think it's nice to have that one seemingly stable really relationship in the show mm-hmm. compared to everyone else's who's like on the rocks or mm-hmm. something just starting or just ending. But those two, they've already started, but now they're 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 the solid couple to just keep watching. Yeah, I love Chloe and I love Dove, and I think they're adorable together. I want to <laughs> see like where the relationship like ends up. Yeah. Because I hope that, like, I hope that they, she, like, stays around. Like, I don't know if she was made, like, a series regular this season or if she's just kind of, like, on, like, a reoccurring mm-hmm. or, like, guest star type of basis. Mm-hmm. But I really, I'd, I'd like to see her as, like, a series regular and see her again next season. Oh, yeah. We, I think they'll bring her back. Yeah, they have to bring her back because I said so. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they have to bring her back because I want her there. Um, but I think it's interesting, too, because you're saying, like, where their relationship will lead to. Mm-hmm. And once, because they're still partners right now. So at some mm-hmm. point, is it not okay to be partners with your significant other? Like, would they be broken up in the whole partner realm and reassigned? You think they would establish those ground rules when they get hired in a division, mm-hmm. but obviously those rules have been broken by everyone at the division. <laughs> so I think they kind of just toss that theory out of the window. Well, the thing is, is with them is, is they never have the same partner every week. You know, they always, yeah, they there's a lot of time rotate. They there's rotate. a lot of rotation. Yeah. But most of the time, lately though, because they're usually like that, but lately, right. Dove and Chloe have always been together, and Andy and Nick are always mm-hmm. partnered together, and everyone else is still kind of rotating around right. them. Yeah. And I know it has to do with storylines and stuff, but I just wasn't sure if maybe the rotations all stopped and <laughs> now they have permanent partners. And when you <laughs> yeah, become permanent yeah. partners with someone, you also become permanent partners and your personal life too. too. <laughs> um, but speaking of partners, uh, also going back a little bit, that um, when Nick was defending Annie, Aunt Andy, um, oh, he said yeah. the line, said that, uh, yeah. she's my partner, so yes, I have her back. Oh, yeah. that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I just like swooned at that line. <laughs> Loved it. Okay. Um, oh, and someone in the chat room, Lions fan, just said that Chloe is recognized as a regular cast member because she's the newest transfer to Division 15. Oh, so fabulous. Awesome. Cool. Thank you for that. Thank fabulous. You. Thank That's you. That's why we keep you guys around. Um, <laughs> you help us out when we don't know what we're talking about. Um, <laughs> so if that about wraps it up, I know Marissa has some news and gossip for us. Oh, uh, yeah, a little bit. After TV News. All right. So according to TVFanatic.com, they interviewed Chris... Milnier. Milnier. Travis Milnier. Milnier. Travis. <laughs> We're American. <laughs> we can't do that. Yes. Chris Diaz. Um, they interviewed him about his character exploring a more darker side of Chris Diaz tonight, and especially in tonight's episode. I think we got a little mm-hmm. taste of him mm-hmm. throwing a chair out of an office window. But uh, they asked him about um, this whole storyline with kidnapping his son Christian and what that'll do and affect Chris and he said it um, the executive producer Cassie Camerson had approached him a while back about trying to alleviate his character and then uh, he he said it would be good because originally 
um, when they were writing the character for Chris, that he was supposed to be this tall, dark, uh, more meaner, aggressive kind of Sam Swark kind of character. Mm. But then Travis, he mentioned, he's like, um, I think it'd be nice to go in a more softer route. Like, he's the kind of guy who will let you off with a speeding ticket and make the audience think, oh, cops aren't all that bad. So yeah. he, he meant this more sensitive route with his character. And they're kind of bringing it back to the darker side that they originally had planned for this character with bringing the storyline in. Oh, I like that. Which I thought was really interesting. I like a darker Chris. Because, I mean, how do you come back from that? You can't come back the same person because you have this kid who you still in your heart love like a son. So I'm yeah, glad that they're not exactly. going to just brush off those feelings and that he will kind of explore and mm-hmm. be upset. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. And he also said one of his favorite episodes of Rookie Blue was episode season three, episode 12, called Every Man. I believe that was the episode where he found out that oh. he was the father, seemingly the father, <laughs> quotation marks for everyone. Which kudos to us because we've been saying all season that that was not that his he kid. Was not right. the father. So. And, but that was the episode that kickstarted this whole storyline of not being the father. And then another thing that I have, that, that interview in, in, in its entirety is available on tvfanatic.com. You can check that out. And then I got the ratings. Yeah. From last week, August 8th. Last week's episode premiered, uh, and for the broadcast primetime final ratings for the 18 to 49 demographic, Rookie Blue, had 4.5 million viewers. Wow. wow. That's really Yay. Good. That's really good. And they took the show off on some because local stations because of football. Of football. So, they preempted it. Yeah. yeah. So those ratings, that's still good with fo- going up against football. That's, yeah. Those are really good numbers for especially that time slot. Yeah. yeah. So uh, congratulations, Rookie Blue. Yay. Yay. Those numbers are the reasons why we're getting a season five. And that is all I have for news and gossip. All right. Let's get into predictions. I also feel like my chair just got lower. <laughs> You're like, let's get into predictions. <laughs> There we go. Oh, what is that? Oh, there's a cat there. <laughs> That's awesome. Because cats have nine lives, I guess. I don't know. In the bullet hole. In the bullet For hole. For those listening on iTunes, Stephen put up a cat head in the middle of their bullet hole and their Rookie Blue logo. That's awesome. Oh, kind of scary. Kind of scary. Stephen, he's so creative. <laughs> um, All right. Let's talk about predictions. Next week's episode looks like... There might be some confrontations. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to see. I would actually like to see the opposite of how I think Gail's going to react. I think Gail will react, you know, angry. But I also kind of want her to not. I just want her to be okay with it because it's something that she's had time to process because she saw it happening before they even saw it happening, and she's in love with a girl now, so she can just be okay with it. That's my prediction, is that Gail will have the opposite reaction that we all think she will, and just be okay. Hmm. Okay, I'm going to piggyback. <laughs> piggyback off of that. Okay, she's gonna. Gail is going to have a blow-up with Andy and Nick, be like, oh, we're not friends anymore, yada-da-da-da, you, you took my man. Even, and that's going to make her so angry. She's going to go to Holly, they're going to get it on. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just gonna say. Like, you're, they're gonna make out at least. And so she's gonna realize that and just 
Gail's gonna be fine. She's gonna be okay. And then we also saw a quick snippet tonight. We didn't really mention it. The Marlo uh, off of her meds, mm-hmm. stalking this cre- candy man dude. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just gonna call. Let's him just candy call him man. the candy man. Candy man dude. And because she's off her meds, we're gonna see the more aggressive bipolar side of her. Yeah. I think um, I think they're going to explore more of the whole Aunt Nick and Andy relationship, but for some reason, I don't think it's going to last. <laughs> I know, I know, kill me, I know. I don't. <laughs> I mean, I think We're it might. I right might now. last till the end of the season, but I don't know if it's going to last farther than that because I'm still of like McSwarick type of. Like person, (laughs) I think that Marlo. I think that Marlo. Now that she's off her meds, is going to blow up. Swarik is going to be like, "Oh my gosh, what's the matter?" And that's all going to like fall apart. And then Swarik is going to be like, "Oh well, I'm really in love with Andy." And then that whole like, yeah. yeah, I think Swarik is starting to pick up that something's off with Marlo because she came back from Miami and wanting to paint that whole room thing. Mm -hmm. Homegirl (laughs) was a lot happier than she usually is because I mean goes to credit the growth of this character too because when we first meet her she's so just emotionless like, emotionless, like very straight face mm-hmm. and then today the first scene we see her she's like bouncing off the walls like should I do it this color this color this color Miami's so bright it's vibrant and just bouncing off the walls everywhere yeah. that I was like who who is this person right now and makes me think that because she's so happy she's gonna flip completely 180 mm-hmm. she's gonna do and she's gonna have a, a major turn yeah. yeah she's gonna be who knows she, I think and if she does flip out in some capacity mm-hmm. maybe that'll force Sam to break up with her mm-hmm. I think therefore so. being the catalyst of Sam wanting to go back to to Andy, Andy. Andy. And then I'm here for Nick. And, <laughs> and there's the a cat. There we go. <laughs> so let us know what you guys are thinking. There's already some good predictions going on in our chat roll, but make sure you hit us up on Twitter or whatnot. You can find me at the Tiana Hobson on Twitter and Instagram. Where can they find you guys? You can Creepy follow me cat. on Twitter and on Instagram at Serafini TV. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Justinique and my website, AniqueDufour.com. And we will see everyone next week for another exciting episode of Rookie Blue. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.